Hello and welcome to yet another episode of From Our Hell Mouths to Your Hell Ears. I am one of your hosts, John Hollenbeck. And I'm Mariah. And we just watched Season 1, Episode 6 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, entitled The Pack. Did you like this episode? Well, I was a little disappointed because it wasn't a six-pack of beer, which I thought would be tintillating. <laughs> no, yeah, I did. You know, it's funny, we were just... I spent most of the time just writing down blow-by-blow blow what happened, but as I was writing through, I, I came up with a couple interesting thoughts. We'll see if I have any more. How about you? Did you like the episode overall? Yeah, this is one of my low-key, like, secret favorite episodes. Oh, nice. Like, you had already picked it as one of your favorite episodes or were you yeah it's just like one of the things i remember mostly about the show is the episode where xander turns into a hyena oh okay good well then you can carry this episode as well well we'll see (laughs) we'll see about that okay um any fun facts about hyenas no you just know off the top of your head no do you the only thing i remember about them is from like animal planet that uh, they are actually more effective hunters than, like, lions. Because of beating people apart? No, because they are, uh, like, they hunt the food and the lions are big and scary, so they just scare the hyenas away. Like, the lions are the scavengers and the hyenas are the hunters. I did not know that. I don't know if it's all lions and hyenas, but at least these... This particular group that the camera crew was focusing on for the show I watched. Hmm. The hyenas did all the hard work and the lions just were big. Well, I guess they work together in a weird weird Mm -hmm. way, right? They depend on the hyenas. Yeah. So, Lion King is wrong. (laughs) The hyenas are the good guys. (laughs) Can't survive without them. Okay, so as far as the episode goes... We start out at the uh, the zoo. The class is taking a field trip at the zoo. And there are mean kids there. Mm-hmm. Say some snotty things to Buffy. And she's like, whatevs, I'm Buffy, I don't care. Um, but then they go to a little weak guy, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Who's Lance. Isn't his name Lance? I thought Lance was one of the hyenas. Oh, I think you're... Anyway. One of those white people names. <laughs> Kyle, Lance, Chad. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, they, uh, you know, pick on him. The principal comes up and is like, hey, is there anything going on here? And of course, in front of them, the kid's going to say no. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad form by Flutie. Yeah. Um... So they take Kyle, Lance, or Chad into the <laughs> um, hyena, the closed hyena exhibit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the crew, our Scooby crew, they see it and Xander's all, you know, I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. So he goes in there to take care of it and uh, they end up getting possessed by... Hyena, so there's some green light in the hyena's eyes. It makes green light in their eyes, and that is supposed to show some supernatural shit 
you have anything to say about this? No, I think supernatural shit just (laughs) covers it, really. I was also thinking, uh, so these these four, uh, the group, the pack, Mm -hmm. it's the only time they're ever in the, the series, as far as I remember. I think, do you think they were, because of the hyena's laugh, like that was their main casting uh, requirement (laughs) is brought him in okay show us your hyena laugh that would make sense you have to look cool Mm -hmm. and have a hyena laugh. oh yeah you're good looking Mm -hmm. and then you have a good hyena so do you think there's like a tape out there with like 50 to 100 kids like hyena laughing back to back to back to back that's just part of the gig man you got to do what they ask you and if you're the casting director you're just like Watching it over, like, okay. Well, I mean, it also could be, you know, they're typecasting based on looks, and they're off to the side coaching this kid. Nope. You gotta laugh more like this. Mm. Have you got Johnny's laugh down? No, we're still working on his laugh. I want to see the casting director try to give them an example of what they're looking for. (laughs) Right. It's more high-pitched like this. But then, of course, there's the decision to make Xander the alpha, because he's clearly the alpha. And I keep talking about this flip-flop back and forth between Xander as the the hero and Xander as the weak, aloof, mal-equipped teenage boy. So Depends on the situation, I think. Mm-hmm. Like this one, there's a little bit... He actually thinks this group is all talk. They won't actually do anything, like fight him or beat him up. Uh-huh. He's showing up for the girls, though, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go be a hero. Right. So, yeah, I think he does go back and forth a lot from cowardice to bravery. Yeah, and I mean in the series in general, but of course they have to give him a primary role. He's comic relief for now. In this episode? No, in in the show so far. Yes, in the show so far, for sure. I think they're trying to figure out who everybody is. Mm -hmm. I don't think we could definitively say who Willow is either. Yeah, no, she has some good points in this episode as well though Mm -hmm. so then we go to oh it was interesting too we go to the bronze after that and willow noticed that something was off with xander on the bus ride home Mm -hmm. and buffy's aloof you know she's supposed to have honed her powers and she's just not paying attention at all yeah there was that episode where she noticed cordelia was being weird yeah she doesn't know one of her best friends is being weird right also I would like to keep track of this going forward. This is a scene where two girls are talking about boys. Oh, yep. Will, will Buffy and Willow ever talk about anything that isn't boys? You keep a close eye on that. I'm not going to remember to. I don't <laughs> think so. That's awesome. <clears throat> so anything you want to say about the bronze? Just Xander's coming in. He's acting like not super weird, just a, just a little aggressive. Yeah. Eating Buffy's food. My first impression when the other pack, when the rest of the pack comes in, he looks at them and there's this non-vocal communication. And to me, it looks like he's saying, don't mess with these girls. Like he's still kind of protective. But as the show rolls on, I think it's just understood that Buffy's stronger. So they're not even going to go there Mm. unless Willow is separated from her. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I interpreted their, their little eye contact as, like, a knowing 
Like, we all know something's up. No one else does. Let's not show our hand yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. But not they clearly yet. communicate. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. There's definitely something going on with them. Mm-hmm. Between the group. And then we cut to the first time we get to see Giles and Buffy training. <laughs> in the middle of the school day. In the middle of the library. Like, what class does she have for this? Well, and how are they also going to explain it if someone walks in in the middle of their training? Right. Is this part of the library's services? Are you going to train me? Can I sign up for that? Right? It's like a kickboxing class that they do in the middle of the library. In the middle of the library, too. Like, is there enough room in a library to be... Right. And with an Englishman who's taking breaks to, like, take sips of tea. (laughs) Amazing. Buffy definitely wears them out. Yeah, for sure. I want to try it again. Mm-hmm. Not after, a, not until after a cup of Earl Grey. <laughs> I love it. So, then we go to the pig in the hallway. Yeah. Everyone's a... like running out of the way. You think it's got to be some like little demon running through the hallways. <laughs> it's this cute little pig, and Buffy's like, "Oh, I'll get him." Yeah, Buffy grabs him. There, uh, we learn that their school mascot is a Razorback. <laughs> They're the Sunnydale Razorbacks. It doesn't make any sense at all. No. Um, what happens then? Xander and Willow are out trying to do math, and mm-hmm. he gives up, gets mad, and throws a book at Willow. Rude. Does he throw a book at her? He just throws he, the book away. He throws the book away, and as he's walking away, he like tosses the notebook no, at her. Right. I guess throw was a strong word, but... He tosses it at her. Yeah, he's like being kind of mean here, but he's still like making jokes. But they're like, just have a different spirit about them. Mm-hmm. They're more mean jokes. and They're not, there's no self-deprecating jokes. Yes. His jokes have switched from self-deprecating to like making fun of other people. Right. Yeah. It's a slow transformation as far as the outside can tell. But yeah, and I feel like as an audience member, I'm still kind of, Hanging in the balance, too. How much has he been affected? If he's even sitting and doing math at all, he's not completely possessed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he still gave it a try. Yeah. But gave up on it pretty quickly. Yeah. It seems like. He's like, well, math isn't going to get me raw meat, so. That's right. I'm outie. Can't hunt with math. Mm-hmm. Unless so- you're really good at math. And then you can probably use angles and wind and force to like throw your spear the right way or build a catapult i don't know i don't know i obviously don't know how to hunt (laughs) (laughs) hilarious so then we go to xander walking down the hallway buffy's holding the pig and the pig squeals Mm. and then buffy notices something's off she only notices when her little pig is in danger she listens to the piggy Mm-hmm. She's very attuned with nature. <laughs> she, she notices something's up when the pig in her arms starts squealing for dear life. <laughs> and there's the badass dodgeball scene. Oh my god. They go to play dodgeball for that, PE. I know that you are athletically inclined. That brought back flashbacks of trauma for me in school. I So there... I always liked dodgeball. Well, of course you did. You're a big, strong dude. I wasn't all about throwing the ball at people. That wasn't the fun part for me. The challenge was dodging. Yeah. That's what I liked about it, mm-hmm. the dodging part. So I wasn't I wasn't about pegging people. 
Yeah. So I liked dodgeball for different reasons, I guess. Some people liked it because they get to hurt people. I couldn't throw and peg a person or dodge. <laughs> You're so a sitting duck. Do you know what my strategy was? Hide behind other people. Go onto the front line and get it out of the way as soon as possible. Honestly, I was like, this is going to happen. If I make it easy, maybe they won't hit as hard. But like, ouch. I you know how I am throwing things. There's no oomph behind it. <laughs> no, yeah. I uh Yeah. I don't know. I always thought the person that created it was kind of sadistic. Let's put people on two sides of the line <laughs> and instead of rifles, we'll give them balls and call it socially acceptable. It's a it's a it's a war game like capture the flag. Yeah, but capture the flag I used to love. No. No, capture the flag was different, but that takes strategy. All dodgeball is is force. And There's you... strategy. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay, there is some strategy. Gather all the balls when it's like two on one. The two people throw the ball. There's some strategy. Yeah. It's not much. Okay, fair enough. It's it's very simplistic. It's the it's like checkers, not chess. Hmm. We'll say capture the flag is more chess. Dodgeball is checkers of simulated war games. Okay. <laughs> Let's say that. Um, and so this is where we see the transformation with Xander. He hits Willow. Oh, he pegs a crap out of her. Yeah. Right in the back. And she's like, what the hell? Right. And then it's five on, no, six on one. Yeah. All the pack and Kyle, Lance, or Chad <laughs> um, versus Buffy. And instead of all five of them ganging up on Buffy, they turn on Kyle, Lance, or Chad and just take turns, one after the other, blow, blow, blow and he's just on the ground whimpering and they leave PE class. Right, and I was thinking, where's the PE teacher and of course, they at least covered that loose end, he's sitting on the sidelines going, I love this game <laughs> Right, he's super into it, he's just like yeah, get them. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, if you had to choose between an overzealous gym teacher and an apathetic gym teacher, which would you pick? Apathetic. Really? Because then I can just do whatever I want. I like sports. I want to go play basketball or I want to go play dodgeball or whatever. Just, I, I wouldn't mind them sitting on the sideline letting them do what they want. How about you? Oh, absolutely apathetic. Right? You just get to... Like, I liked the teachers who let the girls who just wanted to walk around the track, all PE, just walk around the track. I like, never had a gym teacher like that. Like, don't force them to ruin our games. They don't want to be here, so why make them play? Well, walking is fine. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to play foot, touch football with my homies, and we got to involve people who don't want to play. Yeah. My favorite game, I think one of the only games I remember liking in PE, was the one where you would tag someone and they'd have to go to jail that wasn't capture the flag that's right? capture the flag oh it is mm -hmm. okay see i don't even remember the name <laughs> yeah it's the but, one where you touch people and they go to jail and then you got to get one of your people to go like break them out of jail and then they can all run around and cause chaos so what what where's the flag that you have to capture i'm not i don't remember exactly i remember the jail portion of it i was never good at capture the flag that's what i liked because i was fast and i could hide and I'd wait until the boy I was sweet on would get in there, and then I'd save him. Look at you. Look at me. You're, uh, he's the damsel, and you're the <laughs> hero. 
you know, is an mm. excuse to hold hands with the boy that you're sweet on, you know. So then there was the dodgeball and the rudeness. He stopped hitting that. I cannot help it. You're in the splash zone. I'm not in the splash zone. I'm talking to the mic. The mic is in my splash zone. Y'all are in the splash zone. Shouldn't be alone. Um, what are we doing now? Lunchtime. The pack is looking for meat. They get some cold hot dogs, and it's just not cutting the cake. Well, as first when uh. Xander kind of breaks up as friends with Willow. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. He's super mean about it. He's like, I don't have to look at your stupid face anymore. Your pasty white face. And he laughs and his crew laughs. And then Buffy's like, You're going to talk about me. And they just laugh and walk away. And then I missed your favorite the montage. No, that's not yet. <gasps> Sorry, my bad. I'm skipping ahead. Then they go steal the hot dogs. And, and then they go, eat a fucking pig. No, but I'm talking about, they haven't had the montage. They haven't had it yet. Okay, sorry. It's after the pig. Oh, it's after the pig. Yeah, they eat the pig, and then the cool music plays, and they slow motion walk to the camera, which will always be my favorite thing in any movie. Mm-hmm. Every time. Never gets old. It's not called a montage. What is that no. called? Just slow motion walk into the camera. There you go. We should come up with a name for it. We can think about it later. Maybe okay. not on the spot, but... Yeah, don't put that kind of pressure on me. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and it ends with... Uh, so they slow motion walk into the camera. There's all these camera angles, blah, blah, blah. Can't really tell what they're actually doing. And it ends with Xander staring up to the balcony at Willow and Buffy... Having a little chat. Mm -hmm. What are they chatting about? They're chatting about him. They're chatting about boys. Two girls oh. talking, chatting about boys. Oh. They are never not chatting about boys. Man. That's why it's about. Progressive show my ass. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, so, boys. Isn't that mostly what you're thinking about at that age, too, is girls? Yeah, but, like... <clears throat> yeah, we talked about video games, talked about sports, talked about our interests, what wrestling, whatever. Yeah, in real life too. But I'm wondering, would you talk more about girls? No, no. I don't think. There's nothing boys really to really... say. You don't. I like... like her. I think she's hot. That's it. It's not. Yeah, like, it's not... <gasps> Does she like me? I I, I saw her. She looks kind of sad. What's going on with them? <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. You don't have as much to discuss. So are you trying to say movies are correct in that girls talk about boys a lot? No. No, I think that it's definitely disproportionate for sure in terms of what else we discussed. I'm just curious if boys would talk about girls more if it wasn't awkward. I don't think so. Okay. I mean... I mean, I'm sure, like, you have your friends that are, they know you have a crush on somebody or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we'd probably more likely give each other a hard time about it. Right. There'd be fun, love, and teasing there. Right, because you can't get heartfelt. Yeah. Because, like, like uh, in high school, I had my, my group of friends, and I knew one of them liked this girl mm -hmm. whose locker was near where we were hanging out, and she'd walk by. And he was like, hey, man, there she is. There's like loud enough for her to hear. There she is, man. There she is. Hey, there she is. There she is. 
And he'd be like, dude, shut up, shut up. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff we do. Did anything ever come of it? No. And how would guys deal with a, well, I have two questions. How did guys deal with a breakup? Like, your friends know that some girl just broke your heart and you go over to hang out at their house. Does anything, is anything said? Like, mostly like a pat on the back. Hey man, sorry, that sucks. And then distraction. Let's go play some video games. Yeah. Let's go, I don't know, yeah. And then the second one, is it okay for guys to date an ex of your friends? Um, there's probably, I, th I think the code, you have to like ask, mm -hmm. talk about it first. Um, and it depends on who the friend is. Some guys will be like, yeah, cool, I don't care. Some will be like, hell no. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on your friend. That makes sense. For, for me and my group of friends, and I can't speak to all women, uh, even if a woman said, yes, it's okay, she's just lying. It would just... It would not just, be okay under any circumstances. You just don't. You just don't go there. It's not worth it. It's not worth a friendship. Yeah, it'd probably not be worth it. Like, they'd probably say it's okay, but I don't know if it actually would be. It's, I think, for anyone out there listening, probably best just not to do it. <laughs> That's just, uh, you know, it's not an option anymore. Unless you think you're in love. He or she is off the market. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it won't work. There's always exceptions, but you may lose a friend over it. True. You may. Okay. Um, what just happened? Super cool slow-mo. Girls talking about... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Buffy and Willow decide something about... When they decide he was acting weird after the, the trip to the zoo, Buffy tells Giles, and Giles is like, downplays it yeah he's like he's just a teenage boy and she's like hey now that i have my instincts you're gonna tell me i don't know what right. i'm talking about there is a vampire king underground trying to break out of his prison we have had witches trying to kill buffy with a brew we've had teachers that are secretly bugs and you're Slayer is like, something's weird, and Giles like, nah, he's just 16. Well, I mean, I could see where he's coming from. Everything she described doesn't necessarily sound weird from the get-go. And I could see how a paranoid teenager would think that behavior of an adolescent boy is, I don't know, supernaturally related. That's true. And he is like, what do I look up? boy starts acting weird yeah I'm like where is that in the card catalog right don't even know where to begin okay um so then flutie goes and talks to the the hyena group minus xander he's not there and he's like y'all i know you killed what's his face the pig they had a name mm -hmm. right y'all killed the pig and you're going to come to my office and you're in trouble. And uh, while that's happening, Giles, is ex he thinks he knows what's going on. Like some lightning hit his brain, something jogged his memory, right? Um, so Buffy goes to find Xander. Well, she goes to investigate the cage and ends up finding Xander there. Mm-hmm. So Buffy and Xander are having their little fight. Xander's 
flirting very aggressively. At first, and then it turns into then sexual it, assault. Then it turns into him trying to, like, make out with her. I don't know about make he, out. He was kissing her neck. Okay. He's timing himself. But, yeah, he's definitely got her pinned down. He's, I would not call that flirting. Well, I've, when he was... Uh, when they were just talking, before any physical contact happened, he was like, hey, you like your guys dangerous. I'm dangerous now. I suppose. I would call okay, that... Okay, not flirting. You know what I mean. He's hitting on her. Yes. In an aggressive... In a super aggressive way. In an uncomfortably aggressive way. Yeah. But, I mean, it does beg the question, what is Buffy's type? He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. Uh, he takes it definitely one tep- step too far, but... Yeah, she does like the dangerous, um, capable man. She likes a man's man. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it falls into that dynamic of a a woman needs to be protected, so what does a man look like that can protect Buffy? I don't think Buffy needs to be protected. I don't think that's what she's looking for. She just needs a little danger. She just, maybe someone that can even keep up. And she doesn't want to have to protect anybody. Right. Well, I'm not but saying she that need she protection. does need... Yeah, she definitely doesn't need it. But that is what she craves, is someone who... Yeah, who wants to. Wants to. Maybe. Might be possible of from time to time. And Xander is that. I mean, he has protected her a few times in his awkward, let me hit him with a pan from behind sort of way. Yeah, but he's not... He's not man enough for her. <laughs> she likes older men. <laughs> right? Hundreds of years older. And uh, he pins her down relatively easily, too. It frustrates. I mean, she's down on her back. I think, <clears throat> anyway, I just feel like there's so many times where she's too easily pinned. And maybe that's because we're in the infancy of the series. I think she was just caught off guard. He is her friend, and she's probably a little bit more hesitant to kick his ass, but... (laughs) And later in the episode, Giles does say, even one of them is nearly as strong as you, and she's going to go fight all five of them. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know how they have that in the rule books. Like, there's like a chart of comparative (laughs) strengths, and in that one section under hyena possession, (laughs) it's like... One hyena equals one slayer. And it's like, yeah, nearly as strong. Near, but still, how would you still. know? Is there like a Plus, and Buffy's mood is a sliding scale of how strong she is, too. What do you mean? When she gets pissed off, yeah, there's just nothing you can do to deal with that. She's going to kick your ass. Well, if she had she had wasn't it, pissed off yet. No one had killed her date. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most pissed off we've seen her yet, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she was just trying to deal with Xander with words at that point. Mm-hmm. And he, like, made it physical. And she was like, do you really want to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we'll do it the hard way. Um, so she knocks him out. Drags him into the library. And uh, they lock him in that library kit. That's handy. Yeah. That is a handy tool they have in there. The library cage. Yep. Love it. <laughs> uh, so he's locked in there. Giles breaks the news to uh, Buffy and Willow that Principal Flutie has been eaten. 
by the rest of the crew. I think they do a decent job of setting him up as a not likable character so that we're not... Because we're in episode He's six. all right. He's okay, but we're not devastated or even that sad that he's gone. It's more shocking. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, what? Not him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, da -da -da -da, they decide to go talk to the zookeeper because he may know what the heck is going on. Mm-hmm. And then... So they leave Willow with Xander. Mm-hmm. Per her request. Do you think she can... Do we think she can... Well, we've seen the episode before, but pretending we hadn't seen it, do we think she's up for the challenge? No. I did. It seems like one of those things where you're like, that's a bad choice. Mm-hmm. But you thought she was... I capable. wanted to have good faith, yeah, that Willow has much more of a backbone than we give her credit for. And I think that's part of what she's trying to prove to herself, too. You know, she probably has some doubts, but she is going to prove to herself that she can stand up to him. That she can handle an angry Xander. Mm-hmm. Or a not-friendly Xander. Yep. And then we go to out at night with a woman and the baby. That was terrifying as a mama. I was like, is that a baby on her back? <laughs> yeah, they didn't. <sighs> At first it just looked like maybe a college student with a backpack. Yeah. And then she turns to the side and she has a baby and all the the hyena group is just laying on the grass, growling at her. You had to tell me immediately that she doesn't get eaten because... No, because you, uh, you can't do... Can't do kids. Movies where kids get hurt. No, I can't. So I had to tell you. Even if it's campy. Yep. Can't do it. But then we were both saying, gosh, like, get out of there faster. But then we realized, like, if I had been in that situation, I would have kept my front to them. I would have backed away slowly. Yeah. Because that's that, you know, be careful. And you said that you can stare. At, you should stare. That's what I've heard. It depends on the animal. You if Once you turn around to run, then it's like a cue for them to chase you. Right. Well, I feel like, because we had cougars and bears in Ashland. And I think for a cougar, you stay still and stare or something like that. And then bears, you try and get big. Or maybe it's the other way around. There is... I would have died. Because <laughs> I can't remember the difference. Uh, what's that movie called? The Gods Must Be Crazy. Oh, yeah. Where they live out in the bush, mm -hmm. the, the tribe, and the dad teaches them that if uh, you... It's a hyena, actually, I think. There you go. You have you make yourself as tall as his bow. Mm -hmm. So the kid is face-to-face -face with a hyena and grabs like a, a board, like a stick, and puts it next to his head to make himself look taller oh. and bigger. So it won't attack something that's so big. Okay. There you go. So, do make yourself big. Yeah. Okay. At least with hyenas. I'll keep that in my back pocket. Every and any time I'm, you know, face-to-face with a hyena. Yep. It's happened before. Could happen again. So Willow faces off with Xander in the library, and she is successful. You know, it's weird, though. She said, I'm testing you. And then she still gets really close to the cage. And you're thinking, man, there's that little, like, book slot He's going to reach through and get that key in her pocket. 
And even though she's, you know, high on her horse afterward, like, yeah, I passed that test. I'm like, no, you you barely did. I think she knew what she was doing. Yeah. She was drawing him in. Yeah. She was trying to... She was making herself vulnerable to trick him into attacking, but she was actually in her... She was playing possum mm, okay. with him. I think that's what she was doing. That makes sense. And you think that she was prepared for him to reach through the slot and try yeah. and get the key? She was showing weakness to make him show his hand. Yeah. I guess you could call the placement of the key intentional. Mm-hmm. Why would they have the camera linger on it? Because they wanted to set us up for she's making a careless mistake. Mm-hmm. But it turned out they were setting us up for she had it planned all along. She was showing the key. Hey, Xander, here it is. Taunting him with it. Mm-hmm. But he still does. He knows some pretty intense tactics for how to get her... To do what he wants. Going for the, the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Playing on their history together. Well, yeah, and this is the thing. I wasn't sure when to bring it up, but there's this... I think this is the first time that Willow comes out and admits that she likes Xander. I don't think that that's been part of the dynamic before. No. No? She's talked... Again, her and Buffy were having a conversation about boys. Buffy knows she likes Xander. Okay, it has come up. Mm -hmm. So there's this dynamic that's unspoken, and this episode allows for us to hear where everyone stands mm -hmm. without it being a discussion. So it comes out that Xander really does know that Willow likes him, and he's not that into her. And Xander comes out to Buffy and admits, you're the only apple of my eye. And there's nothing to be explained on Buffy's behalf. Everyone knows that she's unattainable unless it's with creepy angel. Unless you're dangerous. And don't talk. Yeah, Xander <laughs> talks way too much for Buffy. She would get annoyed in that relationship. Strong, silent type. Mm -hmm. Yes, Angel is that. He fits the bill. Um, the rest of the episode is just the end of it. Yeah. Um, Xander pretending he doesn't remember. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> there's the whole action-packed chase scene where the, the crew, the pack's trying to attack that family in the minivan. Oh, yeah. Buffy goes and punches them and stuff and is like, talks to Xander like, you know what you want? Like a little, like, come and get it. Mm-hmm. And then leads them to the, to the zoo where... Uh, Willow and Giles are. Mm -hmm. Giles figures out that the zookeeper is actually a creepy dude who wants the hyena soul in him. Mm -hmm. He wants the hyena in him. And uh, the guy knocks Giles out. And Willow trusts him immediately. Mm -hmm. She's like, here, tie my hands up and hold a knife to my throat. It's all good. Well, I think that he he acts so quickly. He's like, okay, do this. Doesn't yeah. give her time to think. She knows. But again, like the woman with the baby, you don't say anything while a guy has the knife, his knife to your throat until Buffy shows up. And then you're like, okay, now Buffy! <laughs> Save me! It's a trap! I thought that Giles was already in the pen with the hyenas. No, there was no reason to feed anyone to the hyenas. Well, the ritual, the sacrifice. Aren't they supposed to... She was going to be the sacrifice, so I just assumed... She... No, it was not a sacrifice. It was a, a predatory act. 
needs to be happening when... Isn't that killing someone? When the... Well, like, when the the mean group was picking on the kid, mm-hmm. that's a predatory act. So him just standing there holding a knife to a knife? He's like a threatening thing. Being threatening to someone is predatory in this context. Okay. And we still never figured out exactly what the thing is with the primals and the Yeah, eye something and... to do with it. Okay, so when Giles is explaining it, it sounds like... It is like a cultish group, like almost religion, where they want to get animal souls to replace their human souls because it's more pure, Mm -hmm. something like that. But they never explain why the hyena in the cage infected or switched souls or whatever with the kids originally at the beginning of the episode okay i'm glad i wasn't the only one who was lost on that if anyone out there wants to give us that answer (laughs) you know the email address hellmouths hellears at gmail.com sorry it's not hellmouth it's hellmouth one hellmouth one hellmouth hellmouth hellears at gmail.com good catch Try the other one. Maybe someone else will answer and yes, you'll make a friend. <laughs> okay, minivan, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so the zookeeper does get the spirit in him. And Xander's back to normal. And his first act is to save Willow. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy kicks the guy's ass and throws him into the hyena exhibit where he's eaten. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it's school the next day. Awkward next day after everything has happened. How are we going to process yet another event in the hell? Mm-hmm. Over the hellmouth? Yeah. Hell Xander's acting like that guy who drank way too much the night before <laughs> and is like trying to piece the night back together. Like, wait, I was an asshole. How? Mm-hmm. I did what? When? <laughs> I don't remember any of it. Right. I tried to force myself onto you. Never. Buffy is doesn't tell him about that she knows. Him. Yeah. Right? So there's this, like, Xander knows she knows. But she doesn't know that Xander remembers doing that. Mm-hmm. But he knows. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, would you admit to that? No. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, at all. Right? <clears throat> and uh, Giles is a homie, too. Yeah. He's like, hey, there's... I know you did not lose your memory. But your secret is safe with Mm -hmm. me. So, like... It's super embarrassing what Xander did with Buffy. And he's never going to admit it. But my question is, like, even if he did remember, he was possessed... And he wasn't in control of his actions. So it's not really his fault. Or is it? Well, I guess if they're, if you're equating it with being drunk, some people say, I was drunk. It's Therefore, excuse. I agree with you. I think that you're always still at core. You know if a decision is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how drunk you got me. I would not drink and drive. Right. I would not force myself on a person, but 
who knows? So then he knows, well, what's interesting is as honest as everyone's been about the triangle, everything goes back to the way it was. Willow probably still feels she has a chance. Xander still feels he has a chance. And Buffy's just sitting on the sidelines kind of chuckling at both of them, mm-hmm. waiting for them to figure it out and move on. Buffy's hoping, hoping they hook up so Xander stops bothering her. Well, yeah, or that he hooks up with someone. Yeah. So why was this one of your favorite episodes? I just like the hyena thing. I like the, uh, it's a good bad guy. Yeah. It's a interesting bad guy. A group of, it's like kind of like, uh, I like laughing bad guys, I guess. Like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like it's, everything is funny to them. They're amused and they act. Crazy. Crazy. You like crazy. It's a good bad guy for me. I'm uh, interested in watching it. Okay, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't characteristic for typically bad people to laugh. Yeah, just yeah. But again, that's sadistic, you know. I mean, I guess they laugh, but I don't know. It's just. Uh... And, I do like Nicholas Bren- Brendan. Okay. Xander's the actor that plays Xander. Okay. Nicholas Brennan, it's either Brennan or Brendan, and uh, he got to really stretch his legs acting in this. Mm-hmm. I think this is the most he's ever gotten to act. Yeah. He gets to act like sadistic and a little creepy, mm-hmm. and he gets to do the laugh. Mm-hmm. So he gets to really show his stuff in this episode. This is the, the best Xander acting we've had. Yeah. I bet it's a relief to him to not just play the goofball. Yeah, he got to do a lot of cool stuff. He did. And so did Willow. I thought that her crying scene was really good. When was she crying? When she and Buffy were talking and she said, you know, he really hurt me. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. It looked very legit in theater, they tell you. And I think it's the same for wrestling. You have to try and fight the emotion in order to better portray the emotion. Like, we weren't taught to cry we were taught to try and hold back crying because that's more societally what happens. People fight back tears. Yeah, you're not like wailing. No. No, no. Well, do you have anything else to say about this episode before we wrap up? <clears throat> not really. I think it was a good episode. Um, yeah, like I said, Xander got to stretch his acting legs. Um, Buffy was a hero. Yeah, everyone did a good job. Everyone did a good job. Yeah, liking it. Excellent. So I guess uh, we'll uh, awkwardly wrap this one up, per usual, as is our style. (laughs) It's sudden, it's abrupt, it's like tearing off a Band-Aid. Once again, that email is hellmouthhellears at gmail.com. And... We'll see you around next time for the next episode of From Our Hell Mouths to Your Hell Ears. I've been John. I hopefully will continue to be Mariah. We'll see you never know. It's day by day. All right, guys. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>